Check one. Hello, hello, hello. Yo, yo, check, check. Check, check. Yeah, we're on the... Yeah, that deep fucking voice. That, yeah. That's great for two guys in one mic. My new podcast here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's up, Ralph? Hey. It's uh, Ralph... Hold on, I'm going to fuck up your name. Ger- Guerrera. Get, no, just the... Get, guerra. Guerra. Yeah. Because you roll the R's. Mm-hmm. See, I'm not very Mexican. So. Right. No, I'm, Although I'm I did, either. I did go back to Mexico, and, and I feel that I I got baptized again to yeah. being a Mexican. Right. Yeah. So I'm gonna try it again. Hey, it's Ralph Guerra. No, Ger. Fuck. Dude, you gotta commit. You gotta yeah. commit. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Jank says it is Ralph Ger Ger Guerra. Oh, because it's not Guerrero. It's not, not, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. That's what's oh. throwing you off. That's what's throwing you off. I thought it was my favorite, like my favorite Dodger, Pedro Guerrero. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I thought you were rolling your R's for Guerrero. No. I, I can't do that one. But I could do Ralph Guerrero. <laughs> Ralph Guerra. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck me. Can you introduce yourself? Yeah. Hey, guys. It's Ralph Guerra. <laughs> <laughs> we're the worst. We're going we're gonna to have freaking uh, Latino cards revoked. What's up? Well, thanks for uh, joining me on Janky Town, dude. What is up? Yeah. The Janksters are out. My friend uh, Ralph happens to be a stand-up comedian, and now he's going to bring his talents to Janky Town and co-host this episode, which is episode 125. Yeah. So should we start the episode now? Let's do it. Janky Town. Yeah. Hit the ground. We can get the janky poppin', that's a sound We make your frown, go upside down It's getting janky, we the greatest pound for pound What up Dave, what up Dave, what up bro What up James, what up Dave, what up Dave, what up bro What up James, it's getting janky it's getting janky, it's getting janky. I love it when we jank around. It's getting janky, it's getting janky, it's getting janky. I love it when we jank around. Janky! Town. Alright, episode 125 of Janky Town, and you can find me on social media at jankytown69, and you can email us at jankytown69 at gmail. Dot com. Like I mentioned, uh, Ralph Guerra is here. I'm here. I'm here in the flesh. Did I get it right? Yeah, you did. That so, was good. So it's like David Guerra. But yeah, it is. It, it's Ralph Guerra. Yeah, exactly. Ah, look at yeah, that. You're like a Mexican DJ. I know. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> All right, man. Ralph, quickly, what's your life story? Um, well, it all started. Uh, no, I want to know when it all started. It, uh, because like me, like I know you mm-hmm, a little bit. Right. And the Jenkses probably don't know you at all. Right, right. So I want them to get to know you before we get into our little bullshit of Janky Town. So what's your life story, man? So let's see. I uh, I'm born and raised here in Los Angeles. Uh, I grew up by the airport in LAX. Uh, Westminster. Westchester. Westchester. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's like popping now, though. Westchester. Yeah, dude, it's popping, man. It is crazy. I mean, that whole the whole west side of Los Angeles that I that I've grown up with is just like completely different. Like. 
I, I was talking to someone, uh, this other comedian the other day, I was like, do you remember when uh, Santa Monica had gangs? <laughs> like, they, they had, they literally had, like, two gangs that would, like, squab with each other, and now it's like, you know, it's just a bunch of sugar fishes. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like just, like, the Whole Foods are squabbing with each other. It's uh, Whole like, Foods and Trader Joe's. Oh, yeah, dude. Freaking, uh, um, but with, yeah. With Costco ruling them all. Oh, yeah, shit, dude. They're freaking, uh. The, the, the big pants in there. But yeah, I grew up in LA. I started, um, I knew I wanted to be a comedian when I was like 13. Um, so high school, I was like, man, fuck this. There's no classes I'm taking. So uh, I, uh, I I knew I wanted to be a comedian then. Oh, also. What it, high school did you go to? Uh, I went to Westchester and then I went to El Segundo. Westchester's a real school board? Yeah. Uh, and now it's a Top Golf, right? Uh huh. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. They, they just keep turning shit into Top Golfs. <laughs> You're right. Um, dude, they, I, 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 in high school, I, uh, they put me in English as a second language. No. Yeah, that's true. English really? is, English is the only language I speak. I speak Spanglish, but I, I, English is like my main language. So when you transferred, they put you into? No, dude, I, I, dude, I bombed a test so hard, like junior year and then senior year I come in and they're like, I was, I was looking at my, 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 uh, uh, my schedule, and I was like, what's ESL? And I was like, all right, I'll go to it. And then I went, and I was like, oh, English is a second language. Because I was looking at all the freaking foreign exchange students that were in there. <laughs> Dude, but the my English is a second language teacher was also my regular English teacher. <laughs> so in regular English, I'm reading The Great Gatsby flawlessly. And then in my ESL class, I'm like, uh, the dog lives in a blue house. Wait, how did they have you in ESL and regular English? It's, it's all, bullshit. It's, it takes two English classes. It, dude. English, I can't even fucking speak. <laughs> English sucks. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the, the class, not, not the language. Mm-hmm. You know, that's debatable in the language. But the classes suck. That was one of the worst shit ever. Yeah. The, uh, it, it was so funny. The teacher, like, pretended like I wasn't even in the regular English class. Because I walked up to her, I was like, um, so why am I in this class? And they're like, oh, let me pull up your file. And then they go, well, apparently you read at a second grade level. I was like, well, then then why are you giving me great Gatsby in the other class? Like, look me in the eyes. You know who I am. <laughs> look at me, little puppet. Uh, no, but see, this is bullshit because this is these tests don't know what the fuck they're talking about in high school. You get ESL as you're reading the great Gatsby. Yeah. I get put in, was it a... Uh, not a- AP English. Right. I was like, what the fuck? I could barely speak it. Right. And here I am, just in AP. I was like, yeah, but I got out of that fast. I was yeah. like, the first two weeks, I was like, I'm not doing this fucking work. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm, yeah. I'm going to transfer to regular English. Thank yeah. you. Excuse me, this is too fucking hard. <laughs> yeah. It's, essentially, that's <laughs> what I did. And, and you know, my mom worked in the school district, so I was like, eh, just take me out. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, just slip your mom a 20. <laughs> she, I was like... I could get either B's or F's. Your yeah. choice. How proud do you want to be of me? You yeah. know, like, so. There was a, at high school, it was a, I was at a crossroads because I was like, I knew I wanted to be a comic. I was like 13. It was like uh, the, like, Dane Cook, Daniel Tosh era. Like, they just came on to Comedy Central Presents. And you're like, oh, shit. Like, these guys talk about stuff that, like, I want to talk about. Because um, you, like, comedy before that, it was just kind of like, it was it was like like a bunch of like old East Coast New York guys like complaining about their family and I was like I can't really like relate to that because you didn't um, have a family yeah I didn't have a family <laughs> uh, and I didn't freaking love freaking gabagool uh, but uh, I loved and then I was like I I want to be a comedian and then um, but in uh, at the end of high school I was like I w- I really wanted to join the Air Force because I was like I was at a crossroads where I was like 
I wanted to uh, to join the Air Force and like be in the bomb squad in LAPD. So I was gonna do like what? The yeah, dude. Fuck? I had those. My I had literally like I was like I'm either gonna do this or this. And uh, I was gonna join the Air Force and I was gonna do EOD, which is Explosives Ordnance Disposal. Um, like Hurt Locker, dude. So this is this is literally like a year before Hurt Locker. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, this job sounds fucking cool. I'm gonna do this. And like my girlfriend at the time talked me out of it. She's like. Please don't do that. You're gonna die. And it was like we're already sending troops to freaking Iraq and stuff. And yeah. I for sure would have went. And those are. And then the Hurt Locker comes out a year later. I was like, oh shit, that's what I was gonna do. <laughs> My now I'm just freaking bomb on stage. <laughs> yeah, but did you actually ever go into uh, a recruit? A no. So the uh, the guy the, the the Air Force guy that would come to our school, like I would do research. Uh, oh, like in those uh yeah, like in those fairs, right? Yeah, like, yeah. He, he'd come in and then. Uh, anyone interested in the Air Force? I'm like the only person who raised his hand. So he was like really trying to freaking uh, uh, sign me up. And like I wanted to do the Air Force because it was the least amount of like physical training I had to do. Like because like the Army, you have to do like like 15 pull-ups and the Air Force, it's only like three. I was like, yeah, I can do that. Yeah. Did you take the ASVAB? No, I, that, that was uh, that, that was the uh, that was going to be my next. Um, uh, before I even did that, I, I, was, I, I bounced. I was like, yeah, I'm not going to do this shit. So I took the ASVAB. And, you know, I just took it because it was, the school made everybody take the ASVAB. I don't know why. Right. We were just a recruitment center for, for the army or whatever. But right. when it came back, <laughs> this still holds true. Because, you know, how they tell you about your skills. Yeah. Uh, my test came back from mechanical, lower, the av- I was lower than the average female. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, Okay. So right. you could shoot a gun though, right? Because you're frontline for sure. Yeah. They're, I was yeah. like, no thanks. Yeah. Which which is the end that hurts people? It's just like, <laughs> yeah. Whoops. Shot myself. Sorry. Uh-oh. Don't point it that way. <laughs> All right. So you so you you saw the hurt locker. Don't want to do that yeah. anymore. So you're like, fuck it, comedy, huh? Yeah. So, yeah. I started comedy. I was like 18, uh, and then I just stuck with it. You know, freaking. What is that? 15, 14 years later. And you're so so you've been a comic for 14 years. Yeah. Yeah, so who got you into comedy? Uh, so it was, I, I, I think it was, um, it was a mix of the MySpace comedy era. So it was like, when that came out, so it was like, Dane Cook, Dan, uh, Daniel Tosh, Pablo Francisco, um, that the, when comedy kind of came to the internet, that's like when I was like, I just like fell in love with it. And then you got to see like, then you get to see like, you know, the Mitch Hedbergs and like you start, you know, diving into like the older stuff and you're like, oh man, this is freaking great. Um, and then I was like, cause I've always been a funny person. Like I've always been like a, I've always been a, a, a the class clown and my, I've always wanted to like, my goal is always to make my teachers laugh. Cause like kids, it's like, it was so easy to make it. Like you literally just fart. Fart. And they they freaking lose their I'm minds. Right now. They lose their freaking minds. And I was like, man, it's too easy. Cause like, no matter how many times I fart, this teacher is not laughing. But then I was like, so that was always my goal is to like make my, uh, make my teachers laugh. So, uh, um, yeah, I was like, I just, it was like the only thing I was like good at. So how did you get into it? Like, did you go, did you go to a open mic? Oh, right. Yeah. So I took a freaking class. Uh, you took a class. I what a, a class. nerd. I know. I know. I, I was like, I was like, I have no idea what to do. Well, my parents were like, you got to fucking do something. And I was like, all right, well, I was like going to SMC. I was taking like film courses and I was like, I don't really want to do this either. And then, uh, I, there's, uh, it was in Santa Monica. I took this class as guy, Greg D and his old, 
he was like a juggler or something, but <laughs> I, yeah, I have no idea. Uh, and uh, it was like me and like a few people, and then we did it, and like, but they like force you to go on, like force you to like. I just needed to learn how to write a joke. That's all I really needed. I was like, learn how to write a joke, because uh, like the performance anxiety I don't really have, um, but like to, to actual structure a joke, I was like, learn how to do that. And then they so force you to go on the comedy store. How how do they they structure a joke like like. Because this is what fascinates me is like, how do people get there? Mm-hmm. So how would you formulate a joke? Like you see an item and then you're like, well, how, how do you turn a situation or, or like something into a joke? Right. Right. A lot of, a lot of it is, um, you know, the, the basis of comedy is just a release of tension. So however you can build the tension with like, whether it's a story about growing up or whether it's like, don't, you know, uh, Seinfeld's like well, it's his whole thing is what's the deal with this and he gets all you know riled up and then he's just and then he, he releases the tension by going by you know saying something that everyone you know it's uh, by relating to people and yeah. people are like yeah that's right you know I I do that too and they go Ugh. Um, they do go Ugh. <laughs> uh, but like and even uh, you know it, even now it's like I feel like my my comedy's not as structured as probably more people like other people's but uh it's very like uh very conversational and very like that's just kind of it's I'm very much myself on stage as I am off a lot of people like turn it on and turn it off yeah like you you see them and they're like I mean like freaking Larry the Cable Guy is freaking you you talk to him off stage like hey what's up guys <laughs> but on stage he's all like hey he's fucking Mater oh, he's, he's he, still Mater he, he is like he's comedians always give him like so much props like people are like well he's not really like that and you know really like no man he freaking just like created character and just he's like made freaking hundreds of millions of dollars of doing it it's freaking smart uh did you do open mics yeah 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 yeah. i mean you still kind of do not i haven't done one in a while but uh it's a good place to just like get used to saying a joke into a microphone and then like you record it and you're like, all right you know you don't really do it for uh for the reaction because comics are just just brutal people <laughs> they're just the saddest people in the world so they're they're not gonna laugh so they they'll only you can tell if someone does a lot of open mics because they only try to make the other comics laugh, and usually it's like real dark, dark yeah. shit. Like I'm too happy go lucky for like for that. Yeah, uh, I remember I, my thoughts on comics were they're all like class clowns. They're yeah. funny, and then I saw that movie Funny People. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I was like, this is fucking sad. Yeah, man. like yeah, dude. they're so sad. Like who yeah. hurt you? Like yeah. like uh, is that so? Did that happen to you? Like, are you... Yeah, like, I would say, yeah. Like, you have some trauma or... You know, Because every comedian's fucked up. Yeah, it's... It, I feel like it's... It, even if it's not trauma, it's just the way we process... I think everyone's sensitive. Yeah. So it's we just... The way we process things, the way we process, like, breakups, the way we process everything, it just, like... It just hurts more. We're just, like, you know, we're just... We're just like, you know, these little raw nerves. And then, you know, we're just, uh, then we just show our little freaking, tell our little jokes to people. (laughs) Uh, Was there ever a point where, or not was there a point, but when did you, did you tell a joke or have a set and then you said, I'm a fucking comedian? Um, And what did that feel like? uh, You know, I think it was, God, I, I still have my first set on VHS. Um, but I, I, you know, I said some joke about, um, I can't even remember it, but I used to eat mayonnaise sandwiches as a kid. Like, oh, dude, I know just mayonnaise, <laughs> Wonder Bread, mayonnaise. Uh, and like I, kids would feel, 
I, I started noticing that kids like thought I was poor. Uh, but like in reality, I just liked mayonnaise sandwiches. I was just a weird You're like, fucking kid. I would eat straight from the can, but that's weird. Yeah. So or the container, but yeah. that's weird. So let's just put it in bread. And, yeah. And we got a sandwich. So I did. I started. So then I started like eating. I would eat it extra poor. So because kids would kids would feel so bad for me, they started giving me food. So I just like I would like shake a little bit when I took a bite, and I put like a little bit of dirt on my nose. Yeah, you fucking pig pen. Yeah, yeah, dude. Uh, but uh, but yeah, like just I I think just you get like your first laughs, you know, on stage, and then you're okay, I can do this, and like um, also like when you start writing jokes uh, that you think are funny. And then you're like, and you don't even, because a lot of times comedians, they'll write jokes when they start out, like, they're trying to think, well, what do other people think is funny? Yeah. But, like, the more you do it, the more you're like, I'm going to write what I think is funny and then sell them on that. And then when, the more you do that and the more you get laughs from that, then you're like, okay, cool. I, I think I got the, ha- the, the hang of this. Nice. Have you ever bombed on stage? Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> Oh yeah, I'd be <laughs> shit, dude. But like, like movie bomb, like where it gets uncomfortable, or is it like, Haha, you know, like, there's no person going. I've never had that, but I've had like just absolutely no one fucking look at me. Uh, well, a lot of times it's a, a lot of times it's like a crazy bar, like you know, yeah. and then it's like you can't even freaking um, like no one's paying attention to you. I did a show at a strip club once, uh, and no one knew there was comedy. And I was the first comedian. So, like, literally... What strip club or what city? Chatsworth. No! Yeah, dude. I was like, what city in the East is doing comedy in yeah. strip club? Chatsworth. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, it was, like, this weird, like, uh, fundraiser thing for this, like, stripper that was, like, stuck in New Orleans. And they, like, needed, like, what? raise money to, like, get her... To get freaking Roxy back home. Uh, and you're like, yeah, that sounds like a great opportunity. Yeah, it also sounds like a great movie. Uh, <laughs> get Ro- Roxy back home. Um, but, uh, like, the, the, the strip club DJ, uh, so this girl, she, she's, a, she, uh, she's on stage. She's killing it to party like a rock star. She's just killing it. And everyone's, like, cheering or whatever. And the DJ's like, all right, give it up for Lexus. Give it up for Lexus, everybody. And then just switches his voice and goes, uh, and your comedian, Ralph Garrett. And I was just like, what the fuck? You didn't even give me the DJ voice. <laughs> he just gave me freaking Chad's voice. Yeah, back to Chad. Chad, he's like, Ralph, bring Roxy home. All right, oh my go. God, dude. And so you're just there going, uh, so dude, I know you're on stage. <laughs> I'm on the stage that they're dancing on. I'm like, I like touch the freaking pole and it was all greasy. It didn't even clean the pole for me. <laughs> It's I would say, show me your tits. No, dude, all the every guy in there was just I've never seen just such bewilderment on people's faces. <laughs> like the the girls were having a great time because they're like, oh, I get to freaking you know I don't have to dance or whatever. But like the guys had no fucking clue what was going on. So did they throw dollars at you or what? Or no, like... man, I didn't even make any fucking money, dude. <laughs> I didn't do shit. Did Roxy get home? Uh, dude, I don't think so. <laughs> I think she's still stuck. I think she's in a swamp somewhere in freaking Lafayette. Awesome, man. So where where has comedy taken you? Like, what cities have you oh, been to? Man, like, dude. the coolest cities or, like, the shittiest right. of, so, of dumps that right. you've so been you, to? You've obviously traveled a lot. No, uh, I have not. Really? I've been to, like, in America. Okay, that's not true. I've... I've driven to like Colorado. Mm-hmm. I've been to New York. Never been to Florida. Never been to DC. Uh, oh, shit. Never been to Philly. Been to Chicago. 
been up the coast. Yeah. That's about it, right? right. So, do you love Chicago? I fucking love Chicago. Dude, every person in love California, Chicago. they when they go to Chicago, they fucking love it. Uh, I mean, it's it's great. I don't know why. Like, honestly, I, I love it because La Plus is there. Right. And I just stay there for like in in the loop. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, yeah. and you know, and I, I went right, to go see you know, it. just eat some freaking some uh, uh, some Giordano's and just like uh-huh. just get on the the loop and go to Wrigleyville, have some yeah. some beer at the Cubby Bear, and then go watch a Dodger game. Yeah, um, yeah. I've been there for I've been there in summer, been there in winter. It's I like it in winter. Oh, what's up, dude? I carry around a little flask because it's fun. It's fun because I mean, it's almost ne- it's almost necessary to like. Drink some whiskey while you're in the freaking. Well, well, you're a sports fan. Um, I went to go see Atlanta versus the Bears on right. Sunday Night Football, and it was Mike Vick and. and oh uh, wow! And I mean, the Bears. Right. It was minus nine degrees. Oh my gosh! And talk about cold. Yeah. That. And you, you, I'm assuming you've been there. So yeah. So you know you're walking down Michigan Avenue, yeah. and you could hear the. Yeah. Just Good. and you're like. That's coming, right? And then yeah. you see everybody start going into the stores. Yeah. Whatever store you're near, you yeah. just walk in. So yeah. I follow along. Yeah. And just walk in, and then you hear, yeah. And the wind is just blowing, and yeah. and and I was like, oh shit, look at that! And everyone's just, I, I happen to go in a sports store, yeah. and but there's people in stores everywhere, and then everyone walks out. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, oh okay, but I got caught in that wind. Yeah. And it felt like. Just razors going through oh, my balls. Jesus. Like, and I'm wearing. Yeah, it uh, just cuts through. It just like, cut right through. Oh I'm wearing God. jeans, yeah. uh, first layer from yeah. snowboarding, yeah. you know, thermal. Every I I double I, yeah. I double wrapped my legs. Yeah. And and that, that the wind just went right through me and, and oh, like man. my jacket and I was like, oh, I bought hot chocolate. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It became just chocolate. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So fast. It just like it, it, the wind just took it for like a bully. They because uh, they have like a Hershey's there in, yeah. in uh, Chicago and and they gave me the hot chocolate. And they just put a bunch of Hershey's like kisses and stuff. Oh yeah. Like, and then when I was done drinking it, it was so cold that the Hershey kisses were intact. Oh no. I was like, okay, they cool. Didn't even melt. They didn't even melt. Yeah, but uh, so great. so yeah. Where has where have you um, been? Where has comedy taken you? As far as like cool yeah. cities, like like I'll say underrated cities. One of my favorites yeah. probably Wilmington, North Carolina. Been there. Uh, it's fucking great. Except that it closes at like seven p.m. Yeah, I mean the college bars will stay open. Yeah, the college bars will stay open. I did some pretty fun karaoke there. What's there? A Duke? Is that uh, is that Duke or no no Winston Salem's uh, Wake Forest? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Duke, uh, Duke is, is no, it's um, no, because it's not, it's not North Carolina. Where's uh, North Carolina? That's UNC. I I know this because uh, I should know this. God damn it! Anyways, anyways. yeah, but yeah, that's where they filmed uh, Dawson's Creek too. I know that's where I filmed Dawson's Creek. That's why I was in Wilmington. Wait, you were in Dawson's Creek? Yeah. Dude, I I hear about so many people that were in Dawson's Creek. Yeah, I, I was in one episode in two scenes. Holy shit! Yeah, did, a, you, did you have a speaking part? No, because it was a uh, it was something for the radio station that I won as a prize, uh-huh. and they sent me to go film Dawson's Creek, and and uh, 
and Kevin Williamson, the director, uh-huh. he's like, "Oh, you're that guy from the radio, right?" I was like, "Yeah." And he goes, "Oh, I'm gonna put a, I'm gonna make up a, a scene for you." I was like, "All right, cool." Yeah. So like, I'm in the very first scene. I'm a delivery man. Oh yeah. And he's all like, "Don't talk because then I have to pay you." That's and true. I was like, "Do you gotta sneak it out there?" Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. If I would have said like five lines or something, then I get my side card. Yeah. <laughs> and then they have to pay like a shit ton of money. But um, no. Uh, I, so they they he did a scene for me, which was funny because when I got there. They're like, all right, all the extras go here. And I have my call sheet and everything. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm just sitting there. And they're like, is there a Dave Sanchez here? And they were like, yeah. And we had to get there early, right? They, they We started shooting at like 9, mm-hmm. but they had the extras there at 5. Right. And it's fucking cold at yeah. this time. And they're like, is there a Dave Sanchez here? And they're like, yeah, that's me. And he's like, all right, come with me. And you don't have to wait here in, in this cold fucking area. Yeah. And he took me to the meet. With, yeah, with all the, little, and, with all the little goblin people. Yeah. Like, yeah. They took me right to the trailers. Oh, and they're cool. like, hey, this is Josh Jackson. And then, you know, Katie yeah. Holmes. And yeah. you know, I was like, oh, fuck yeah. Everyone but Dawson was there. It was fun. Oh, man. Yeah, which that's was cool awesome. at the time because I was a Katie Holmes fan. And yeah, so, who was I, it back then? I know. Real quick on on that note, I yeah. tried when I was in Osagundo, they filmed super bad there while I was, while I was uh, there, and I tried to walk on as an extra because they filmed <laughs> it while we were in class. Yeah, and I was like, I tried to walk on, and then I like well, just had my book bag, and then I heard action, and then I tried to walk through, and then uh, they yelled, uh, they yelled cut because I clearly look like I'm 16 years old because you know like extras like they play in high school, they're fucking 30. <laughs> I was like clearly like this kid is not, and they're like, who the fuck is that guy? And I was like, Ugh. that guy's too young. Get out of here. Nah, I just ran away. Um, <laughs> but yeah. I, I got to do that. I got to yell cut in action. So oh, that's fucking cool. Kevin Williamson's like, you want to direct? I was like, nope. And he's like, all right, come here. And then, yeah. yeah, but that was, that was a cool thing. But that's so awesome. Wilmington is underrated. Wilmington is underrated. And by the way, a lot of people might know Wilmington from Cape Fear. Oh, yeah, shit. That's go. where the river's at. Right. And right. the bridge and all that shit. So that, right. that was cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Wilmington's great. I mean, I love, I freaking love everywhere in the Pacific Northwest, uh, Seattle, Portland, yeah. uh, El Paso, Texas is slept on. That's really cool. Really? Yeah, it's slept on. All I know about El Paso is the Sun Bowl and Khalid. Yeah. The yeah. singer. That's and it. Had, uh, <laughs> That's a, and, and it's a Cigarettes after them. sex, too. What is that? Cigarettes after sex, through a band. Um, oh, okay. They're, uh, uh, there. Well, who else? Um, yeah, oh. it's it's right next to uh, Tijuana. Yeah. It's right across. So literally, El Paso is one of the safest cities uh, in the United States, and it's right <laughs> across from one of the most dangerous cities in the world. Is it at the drive-ins from El Paso too? Okay. Yeah. 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 Did you go over to Juarez when you were? No. <laughs> no. 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 Dude, we did the show, and uh, we we go to one of the local bars, and the guy who's the produ- the, the the promoter who took us, he's like. Oh, that's so and so's nephew's car. It was like this flat black uh, Land Rover parked in a handicapped spot, and we're like, oh, "Okay, so are we going in?" They're like, "Oh yeah, it's, it's cool." <laughs> it's and cool. he goes in, and we see all these cartel dudes. And if you if you ever seen cartel dude, basically they have like they'll have like a real shiny like affliction shirt. They'll have like a very very folded brim hat, giant belt buckle, like gold, the biggest golden belt buckle you've ever seen in your life. And I told my buddy Sam, I was just like, "All right, don't look anyone in the eyes." Fucking don't look at any girls. Just freaking keep your head to the ground. And the promoter goes straight up to this freaking so-and-so's nephew. Is, oh, these are the comedians from the comedy show. 
And the, the guy looks at us, and he just goes, let's get him fucking drunk. And I was like, oh, no. You're like, I'm going to kill somebody tonight, oh, aren't shit, I? shit, dude. I'm just, yeah. Yeah, flash forward, like, two hours later, I have a gun in some freaking, some guy's mouth. Yeah, like, do you want to live? Shoot him. He lives, you live. Or you die. Uh, so sorry, mister. All right, so there's some slept places, uh, yeah. slept on places. Wilmington, El Paso. Yeah. Uh all right, tell me about the dumps, because those Dude, are funny. Like uh, Bristol, Pennsylvania is freaking. It's 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 like you walk, you you fly into Philly and you're like, oh, dude, Philly's cool. And then you, you get your car and you start driving. And you're like, okay, well, Philly's gone. And they're like, what's now? And then it's just like Amish country. It's like <laughs> Amish country, and then it's just like, I mean, we walked into this bar and I it was I I swear to God a record scratched. Like I swear, like full blown. Record scratch, like everyone's smoking in the bar, which I like. I forgot you could even do that. Um, me and my buddy had like floral shirts on. We're just like, oh my god, dude, we have to have one drink. We can't just walk out. We have to have one drink. <laughs> Everyone was just ugly, bro. I mean, I'm, you know what? I don't, get, I don't give a shit. Everyone was ugly in this town. In there Bristol, was one Pennsylvania. Girl, yeah, if you're if you're if you're in Bristol, Pennsylvania right now, you're fucking ugly. Look in the mirror, you're ugly. Freaking, uh, th- dude, there's this one girl that we saw, her, like, oh man, she's kind of cute. Smiled, oh gosh. Dude, she, it was, she, uh, was she a gummer? Or? No, dude, she had freaking like candy corn teeth. <laughs> I'd rather you be a gummer. Yeah, dude, like, like why are you no out of those things? <laughs> what do you think it was like meth or was it just like dude, bad, bad so. dental hygiene? I don't know, man. <laughs> I mean, they, I mean, they're brushing their teeth with freaking cigarettes over there. Man. I don't know. <laughs> All right, so don't go to Bristol, Pennsylvania. Um, yeah. Uh, you were just in Minnesota, right? Yeah, I was in Minnesota. First time in Minnesota. Um, Is it true in Minnesota that it gets so cold that they have, like, underground tunnels and shit? Because all I know from Minnesota is from Last Action Hero. Uh-huh. Yeah, that movie sucks. They, but, uh, it, <laughs> it's, it's too cold. Uh, and, like, me being from L.A., I don't have anything... I don't wear any, like, I have, like, I don't wear, like, three denim jackets, basically. <laughs> You're, like, in a hoodie. And, yeah, uh, yeah. Hoodie. You're like, what's up? <laughs> exactly. And it's just, like, and I, everyone knows how to walk in the snow. I, I don't. Like, I, I feel like I'm just, like, constantly just sliding, and I'm just, like, I, I, I'm just, like, oh, I, I just look like a freaking, like a, like, a wet cat trying to get from one place to the other. It's, like, it's yeah. too cold. It's You're, too you're a fucking baby deer trying to yeah, walk. Like, like, baby Woo! deer out there. Um, and uh, it was kind of crazy. Everything um, everything closed early there for sure. Um, and uh, yeah, it was fun. I, uh, I, I went to Portland uh, for the first time uh, in January. That was super cool. Did shrooms. Uh, oh, this, yeah, because legal. Yeah, but with this, yeah, this audience member's like, uh, um, after the show, he's like, hey, you want some of these? And I was like, sure. And I was like, you know, it's. It's like, I, it's like, I'll take shrooms from somebody, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> you're not like, if it's like a Percocet, you're like, nah. Yeah. Uh, but, <laughs> you're and you're like, nah. yeah. yeah, here's some shrooms. You're like, yeah. You can't put fentanyl in shrooms, right? <laughs> um, so I, t- I, dude, I took a, sh- I took these, this hand, me and the security guard took a handful of shrooms. The <laughs> security guard? Yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, it, I mean, it's, it's I'm a security in. guard in Portland, you yeah. know? Uh, I think he was, he was also a, uh, he was also a wrestler too. Um, which is great. Um, but dude, Renaissance I, man. Dude, I took these rooms and I'm just like, I'm in the back and I'm just like looking at these Christmas lights, just like losing my mind. And then, uh, and then they really start kicking in and then right when our Uber picks us up and our Uber driver had uh, a Tesla 
And so, you know how it's like the glass, uh, you know, the glass roof and everything. Yeah. So it's raining, heavy rain in Portland, and I'm freaking tripping. And so it looks like I'm going in, like, a slow version of hyperspeed. Like, cause like the, the, the rain is hitting it. It's like, it's like, oh the, yeah. The lights I, passing I, by. I call it, uh, because I don't believe when it rains to use your windshield wipers right. because they're useless. Right. So when the rain, yes, I know exactly what you're saying. Yes. They, they go up. Mm-hmm. I, I refer to that as going zoop, zoop. Yeah. Zoop, so, zoop. so, you know, and, and the janks know when I say zoop, it's exactly what I'm talking mm-hmm. about. And that's exactly yes. what I'm talking about. People. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So right. I was in, I was in, the, I was in zoop, zoop hyperspeed <laughs> and, uh, the Uber driver, I, he looked exactly like he'd be Bruce Wayne. Like he was like he was buff, he had slick back hair, he was a good looking guy, and it was making me laugh so hard because I was just like, I can't believe Batman's driving us. And then the guy's like, Is a guy okay? And I was like, I'm fucking tripping, man. <laughs> and then he kept doing this thing where he, when he would switch lanes, he would put his arm behind the passenger headrest and he would like look behind and say something. And he just reminded me of, like, those, like, NPC, like, uh, those people in, like, Universal Studios when you're on a ride, and they, they put their hand, but they're like, all right, guys, everyone hold on! <laughs> and they're like, look out! And I'm just like, ah! What did he give you? Did he give you, like, caps and stems, or did he give you chocolates? The whole because, thing. It's caps and stems. Because... I ate... I, I just ate a bunch. I yeah. Here's why... Like I love mushrooms, but now we're in this this era of microdosing and sh- and right. chocolates and stuff like that. Here's why I'll never do caps and stems again. Right. Because for that reason. Right. You're not in control. Like yeah. you, there's no one cap and one stem could send you to the moon. Yeah. Or it could barely hit you. Right. And now everything is so measured in in pills yeah. or in chocolates. Yeah. Uh, so so that's why and and. You know, it tells you, all right, eat the whole chocolate bar if you want to go to the moon. Yeah. But in caps and stems, you're like, all right, I'll eat, a, you know, two of them, and you could be gone, or yeah. they could just say, but it's so much fun. Yeah, man. dude, I was, I was, I was like freaking out. Like, I mean, it was good. It was, I was, I was having a good trip. I was having a good trip until I fast forwarded to my hotel room where I'm like with my shirt off, crying in the mirror, just like, <laughs> just screaming, who are you? you? You see yourself in the mirror, why are you looking at me? <laughs> awesome, man. Well, we have a segment on our show where uh, I want to know what you did for the week. So, man, how was your week? Uh, week was good, man. Um, yeah, so I got back from uh, Minneapolis, and then... Uh, um, yeah, watched you know, watched the Oscars, hung out. Um, yeah, got a uh, moved into a new place in Hollywood. So uh, yeah, man, it's been busy and fun. Moving to Hollywood, look at you, Bala. I'm doing the I'm doing the, the the reverse thing. Usually you move to Hollywood and then you go you're, to Sherman Oaks, but now I'm moving <laughs> from Sherman Oaks into Hollywood. Into Hollywood. Nice. Then I'm gonna. Then I'm just gonna leave there and move to small town Virginia. <laughs> Going back to just, Bristol. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, no. Are you moving to Hollywood to get closer to the the clubs and stuff like that? You know, we just, found, we just found a, we just found a spot uh, that that works, and it was, it's actually a quiet part of Hollywood, which is just the only way I think I would do it. Uh, it's like this like secluded little area. I don't. Just, it doesn't feel like you're in it. So um, it's like North Hollywood, not North Hollywood, but North the northern part of Hollywood. <laughs> It's the one on one underneath it, but like not by the Hollywood. It's Bowl. literally, yeah, it's seriously. literally that. It's literally <laughs> under the under the one on one by the Hollywood Bowl. Interesting. Yeah, that's, yeah. I, I think I know it. Yeah, <laughs> it was funny. I was in North Hollywood this weekend. Uh-huh. My girlfriend said, "Hey, um, we want to go see some friends." 
And she's like, hey, I have to do research for a client. Do you want to come with me? And I was like, sure. She goes, it's in North Hollywood. It's a show. I was like, right. well, whatever. I don't, you know, she works with all kinds of different people. She right. works with musicians, writers, right. you know, production. So I, I, I didn't care to ask what the show was or right. that they were researching. We show up to El Portal in North Hollywood, mm-hmm. and uh, it says pole dancing. And I was like, ah, okay, let's right. see what this is about. Right. We go in, and it's a whole ass fucking competition for pole dancing. Wow. And <laughs> what did I say, man? These girls are fucking insane. Dude, yeah. First, you see, like, the ones that are like, okay, they're, they're okay. Yeah. And, and by the way, any girl who gets on a pole and spins is amazing to oh begin with. Oh, my gosh, yeah. The, just, the core the, strength. Exactly. And... But, like, they're just spinning around and, like, doing the thing where they hold it with their legs and spin. And you're like, okay, these and it's not, yeah. like, for a competition, it's not right. that great. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, they're like, no, we're announcing the championship round. And I was like, oh, I didn't know there was qualifying. Yeah, they were whatever. sandbagging. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. These girls start coming and like jumping the poles and flipping and then they had this tandem one. It was, it was crazy. Did they do the thing where they walked on the roof or the, the ceiling? Yeah. They like, they like, they climb all the way to the top and then they flip upside down and then they like walk on the ceiling. No, I didn't yeah. see that. No, but they had this, uh, this one girl was, was just like, uh, she was, it was a, a doubles. And they were so in unison that they, this girl was holding the other girl and spinning at the same time. And you just see her, all her muscles. Wow. Just, it, it was wild. And, and of course, then all the rest of the pole dancers are in the audience. Yeah. So it was quite the, quite the sight. And I was like, what are you researching? Yeah. Yeah. And, and they're like, we're researching the audience. I was like, oh, okay. Oh yeah. Well, sure. Well, I'm here for two hours. So let's check it out. So that was quite the Saturday night. Wow, man. That's <laughs> Freaking props to your girlfriend, man. I know. It was a, I was like, finally, work that. Yeah. I'm happy to be a supporter yeah, yeah. to help you in your research. Exactly. All right. Uh, so let's talk about what's happening in the news. Uh, you mentioned you uh, saw the Oscars. Yeah, man. What did you think? Uh, I was, dude, I, I, dude, I'm so good at calling it. Like, I, 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 I just have like a sixth sense of like, they're going to win this and then they have to give it to this person. And then, uh, I liked it. Uh, you know, I think uh, I think Jimmy Kimmel did a good job. Uh, I, his jokes, I think, were were spot on, funny, and not mean. Yeah, it was for, perfect for this one. Yeah, because yeah, I think everyone is just on edge on this one. Yeah, and uh, everyone was on edge, and uh, it really felt like the like it was like the redemption Oscars, uh, kind of. Yeah, you know, where it's like you know you're you're having you know certain people win and. Uh, you're just like, oh man, you're like rooting for certain people and it's like, it's it was pretty great. Did you see everything everywhere all at once? Yes. And did you like, would you say like it was the best movie of the year? Yeah. I, yeah. I, I mean, out of that group, obviously I didn't see all those movies because... Right. Which, which one were they? It was uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once, uh, The Banshees of Inishirin. Yeah. Uh, didn't see that because that looks fucking slow and it sad. It looks slow, man. It looks slow and sad. I'm sure it's a good movie. I love but, Colin Farrell and I love Barry Keegan and all of those guys, but... I was like, where did I see that dude before? I was like, oh, and another slow and sad movie, The Eternals. Yes. Oh, yeah. And yeah. he's uh, he's Joker. He's the Joker in The Batman. Is he really? Yeah, he's yeah, he's Joker. He was the one in that the uh, mm-hmm. the scene where he's mm-hmm. like, ah, yep, take a smile from my face. That's him. Yeah, um, yeah. Right. but he's in a lot of slow, sad movies. Yeah, he's 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 perfect for that 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 version of Batman. Yeah, and I don't know if I could 
listen to two hours of Colin Farrell. Farrell. Farrell, right? Yeah. Farrell, yeah. Going, eh, so you, never know. you never know about that, do you? <laughs> yeah, but uh, speaking of the Oscars, they talked a lot about fighting and stuff like that. Right. Uh, then Chris Rock had a special. Right. Yeah, did you happen to see that? I haven't. You know, I, I, I don't watch a lot of comedy. Uh, I really don't. Uh, I feel like I, I don't watch comedy. Yeah, don't ask about the specials that no. were released. Then <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, I mean, obviously, like everyone talks about it. certain specials, like you just can't, you just can't escape. Like everyone's going to talk about it. Um, so I, and I and I watched some some clips of it, and I, I saw him address the Will Smith thing and uh, and all that, and and everyone's everyone seems to be like people are very opinionated on this one. I guess uh, as all specials, everyone's going to be very opinionated, but. Mm-hmm. Um, about the because uh, that's kind of the whole the whole theme was was kind of uh, talking about like the woke culture, right? Uh, what was it? What was the special called? <laughs> I should know. Um, it was called Selective oh, Outrage. Okay, Selective Outrage is what Chris Rock and and yeah, I guess it's about woke culture and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But no one cared about that because they just wanted to hear him yes. talk about Will Smith. Yes. And I did not see the special. Neither did you, right? Mm-hmm. But I, out of all places, I was watching, because uh, it was on a Saturday night. Was it Saturday before the Oscars? Or mm-hmm. the, week, the week prior, yeah. right? Yes, yeah. It was the week prior. So I'm watching before SNL. I'm watching the news. And they go, oh, Chris Rock had a special today. Here's what he had to say about Will Smith. And then they go on to proceed to play, like, the whole right. punchline and jokes and everything. Yeah. And then I, I saw it, and I was like, huh. Yeah. That's it, huh? Yeah. Cool. His his big comeback was because they asked him, "Why didn't you fight back?" And he goes, "Cause I have parents." Oh yeah. And I was like, "That that's not, I think, like the the flex you think it right. is." Right. Like, yeah, yeah. Like I don't know, man. And then yeah. he dropped the mic, and I was like, "Oh yeah." Uh, not not drop the mic worthy, but yeah. all right, go for it, Chris. Like, yeah, he's like, I, I feel like he's just gonna drop the mic at, at what like anything at this point. Yeah, man, but that was uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Let me know. It's uh, you know, it, it's 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 a weird, it's a weird um, kind of era we live in because it's a lot of it's a lot of older comedians that are kind of uh, that aren't into like the whole woke and, and and PC culture, and I get it, but like those people are always their fans are already built in. Yeah, you could they they're gonna be able to sell whatever theater they want then whatever. Yeah, Joey Diaz can say whatever he wants. Yeah, nothing's gonna happen. No one's gonna happen. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. so the, Bill so, Burr just says what he wants. Exactly. Joe Rogan, all those dudes, Everybody, they're fine. Everybody's gonna think. Yeah. So like for me, no one who knows who the fuck I am. So I have to, I have to play. I have to this. Th- I have to adapt. I have yeah. to change. I have to be like this. So I don't. I don't have the uh, uh, the luxury of of uh fighting back against it i'm like i better i either go with the flow or i get freaking left behind do you do racial jokes uh no no i used to yeah i used to i mean i used to love doing voices that was a thing like i would do voices of everything and then now it's like oh no you can't and i'm like okay all right they're like yeah but you can do latino voices and i was like okay cool i'll do those still then so i was gonna ask like what's scarier like uh the racial thing or the gay thing because those were the the butts of all jokes. Like yeah. I remember going to comedy clubs. Oh yeah, and it was always like, oh, interracial couple, blah, blah yeah. attack them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. Then, all then the hacky, stereotype. Yeah, all the hacky freaking. Uh, oh, like uh, it would be a, a black and an Asian person. Uh, where'd you guys meet the DMV? <laughs> 
I would laugh at that joke. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, of course, yeah. But I'd be like, ha, silly. Like, that guy's not going to the DMV. But it also depends where you're telling the joke. Like, I... Like, when I do shows in, like... Chatsworth. In, in freaking... In the South. Yeah. I can say whatever the fuck I want. Like, no one cares. But if you... I have a different set if I'm in... If I'm in uh, uh, Alabama, uh, or if I'm in New York or L.A., those are completely different sets. Does your voice change when you do those sets? Mm, uh, only because I'm a little scared to be in Alabama. But uh, it's just a little higher. And You're like, hello, good evening. My name is Ralph Guerra. Yeah. No, no, no. I, <laughs> My I, name is Ralph Guerra. Yeah. No, I like, to, I like to play into it. I like to, I like to, to be, I'm, I like play into it being like this freaking, you know, liberal guy from Los Angeles. And, I, and like, I'll make fun of myself just as much as I'll make fun of them. Yeah. Which is what they like. I remember one guy is like, you know, you, for a Democrat, you are pretty funny. And I'm like, okay. I mean, I didn't even tell you I was, but <laughs> no, I could tell. Look at your jeans. I'm like, all right. <laughs> so are you looking at my dick, dude? Yeah, dude. Like, the weird way of like saying you're looking t- at my dick. I know. Uh, I take my eyes off your you, jeans. You were talking about... Uh, Going to El Paso and and seeing the cartel's son in uh-huh. in the strip club, did you see the story of the four Americans who were kidnapped by a cartel? No. So they were kidnapped, and goddamn, I wish I would have known. I could have read the story. Uh, they were kidnapped. Two of them were killed. Okay. And then they were released. Right, two of them were released. So they watched their friends get killed, Whoa. cartel style. Four I wonder how they chose. Four. <laughs> I don't <laughs> even want to know yeah, how they choose. Yeah. Um. But then, the U.S. government got a letter, and two guys from the cartel. The letter was the cartel apologizing for killing Americans. And they say the cartel does not stand for that. Yeah. So here are the two people who did it. That let them face justice. Wow. I, I, the I cartel like, is like what the fuck, dude? Like, huh? Like, oh man. This is how do they sign it at the bottom? They just yeah, go yeah, XO, yeah. XO 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 the cartel the cartel. <laughs> yeah, but it, because now I guess there was like some people are like we need to go to war with the cartel. And Mexico's like chill. You're not going to war right. with the cartel. Yeah, so. they're like and even even the our government's like. No, we're not. Stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're no, we don't. Listen, we've well, we've watched Breaking Bad. Okay, we're not gonna get into that. <laughs> we watched Traffic. Dude. Yeah, we like, watched Traffic. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, but that was uh, that thing. Um, do you have a hydro flask, like, or that type of bottle? Uh, a now I have a Nalgene. I use a Nalgene. What a Nalgene. It's like the it's like the white trash version of that. <laughs> it's just, um, yeah. It's not. It's it's just a it's just a reusable water bottle. <laughs> All right. Well, let me ask you this: How much do you how how many times do you wash it a week? I probably wash it mm, every four or five days. Here's the thing: I I wash it whenever I get a funky smell. A funky smell. All the right. Funky cool. smell is like all right. I gotta wash this. Yeah. Thing out. I I I have a hydro. I love hydro flask, and I do the same thing. Where right. is like we drink water from it so much. I have yeah. a filtered water, so yeah. I'm putting nothing but filtered water in yeah. it. And then once it gets that, like, metally yeah. tingy taste, I'm yeah. like, all right, time to go in the yeah. dishwasher. Because yeah. I want that shit. I'm not washing, hand washing it myself. Yeah. I want that shit, yeah. you know, as hot as it can be. Yeah, let's yeah, yeah. wash it. Let's yeah. get it out. Uh-huh. All right. Well, I came across this study that says reusable water bottles contain more bacteria than toilet seats. 
It is a, a recent study from waterfilterguru.com, so you know it's legit. Which toilet seats are we talking about? Yeah. Because right? if it's a Chick-fil-A toilet seat, that's going to be pretty clean. Yeah. But if it's an Arby's <laughs> toilet seat, I mean, that's seen some demons. Ooh. Found, <laughs> yeah. Wa- waterfilterguru.com found reusable bottles can contain 40,000 more bacteria than a toilet seat. Yeah. Researchers swabbed different water bottles with different lids and found two kinds of bacteria. One, which can cause antibiotic-resistant infections, and another that can cause stomach issues. Yeah, we, we know about that one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, compared to other household items, bottles contained twice as many germs as the kitchen sink, 14 times more than the pet's drinking bowl. Experts recommend washing bottles once a day with soapy water and sanitizing it once a week. What does sanitizing it mean? I don't know, fucking hand sanitizer. I know. I was, like, I was like, wait, soapy water. I thought soapy water is sanitizing it. Yeah, but gotta, so essentially, we're drinking out of shit that's worse than our dog. And that I'm uh, full of shit, dude. I've seen my dog's dog bowl. They yeah, dude. Food that's, in there. Yeah, it's dude. Fucking nasty. Like, yeah, nah. these freaking nerds don't know shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm drinking out of that. Now I'm never gonna clean it. Just, just to freaking prove a point. <laughs> All right, man. Well. How about this segment? It's called, Do You Want to Hear This Story? Now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to read you a headline. Uh-huh. And I want you to part of a headline. Okay. And I want you to tell me right. if you want to hear this story. Oh, no. If you don't, we'll move on to the next thing. Okay. If you do, I'll read the story. Oh, Simple as that. The story starts off, Legs, Skull, Found in Fridge. Oh, yeah. I want to read that. Absolutely. All right. Here's the full headline. Have you seen my my freaking my Netflix freaking recommended for you? No, it's all just, oh, it's just, just murder. And, yeah, it's just murder and mayhem and blood and who did it and freaking. All right. Here's the full story. Leg skull found in fridge and soup pot belong to model Abby Choi. Whoa, Abby. Case. What are you doing? All right, DNA test has confirmed that human legs found inside a refrigerator and a skull removed from a cooking pot in a home in Hong Kong belong to butchered fashion model Abby Choi. The glamorous 28-year-old influencer's dismembered body parts were discovered in a house in the village of Lung Mei Zung. I'm sure I said that correctly. That was rented by Choi's former father-in-law, a person familiar with the matter told the South China Morning Post. A large hole in the back of the skull is where the married mother of four was struck last month during the fatal attack, which allegedly occurred in a dispute over money, according to officials. The search for Choi's torso and hands is ongoing after more than 100 police officers scoured a landfill but failed to locate them. I love that there's 100 police officers that are like, I gotta find this model's clothes. Oh my god. The chilling revelations came as a seventh person, an unnamed 29-year-old woman, has been in arrested connection with Choi's savage murder and dismemberment. Wow. Dude, I don't even want to... I, now I don't even want to read the story. I should have probably read the story. I just saw the headline. I was like, this is interesting. <laughs> but uh, this is like crazy rich Asian, but murdered. <laughs> like, dude. Yeah, yeah dude, that's going to be on Netflix in probably two weeks. What do you think is going through someone's head when they're like, ah, time to saw off a hand, saw off a fucking neck? Man, um, I I don't even like like seeing any type of blood. Like, uh, like I, I'll watch. It's so funny. I'll watch it if like Netflix is giving it to me. But if I like 
see like uh, freaking. I, if I get a paper cut, I freak out. Like I can't handle it. Do you when when you draw blood, like when you get blood tests, do you get dizzy when they prick your finger for the? Dude, I pretend like I'm the toughest guy in the world, but on the inside, I just I I I was a kid that could not take a shot, like uh, not alcohol, but I could take a shot of tequila when I was five, six. No, but I, I I couldn't handle getting a shot. I would like literally, I would like like hold on to the chair and like scream and like they'd have to like hold me down and like my mom would have to freaking. Uh, Bribe me with McDonald's. Like, it was a whole thing. Oh, man. The last time I gave blood, I didn't give blood. I got a blood test. They pricked me, and I was like, <laughs> it's yeah. like I'm going to fall. They're like, oh, God damn it. This <laughs> <laughs> like, this fucking dude. Yeah. So then they just pull them. But it, it's funny because the blood prick was somehow worse than them drawing blood. Right. I, I don't know. I was like, yeah. Right, that didn't right. bother me, but the little prick, I was like, yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> Yeah. That's funny. Are you ready for some fast stories about fast food? That's uh, my, my jingle for a quick little story about yeah. food. Because why not talk about food after yeah. talking about a dismembered body? Yeah. All right. Insomnia Cookies debut mocktail-inspired collection. This spring, enjoy a new mocktail-inspired lineup from Insomnia Cookies. You familiar with them? Those weed cookies? No. They're just, they're literally giant fat cookies. Oh. They used to be in New York. Now they're everywhere. Yes. I, yeah, I've had them. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're, oh, they're delicious. Yeah. All right. The new flavors include peanut Pina colada, uh, lemoncello, and espresso martini. All cookies contain 0% alcohol. What's the point? And uh, pina colada cookies can be used to make a cookie witch with vanilla ice cream. They're available until March 19th. So by the time you hear this, they're gone. So yay! Yay. Good, because no one wants those if there's no alcohol in them. Yeah, dude. That'd be so fun to get drunk off of cookies. I mean, but there's alcohol in, like, rum cake. And no, yeah. one, no one's getting shit-faced from rum cake. Yeah. Oh, I knew a guy. <laughs> <laughs> fast stories about fast food. Coors Light releases limited edition beer-flavored popsicle. Oh, hell yeah. All right. Keep cool during March Madness with a beer-flavored ice cream treat. Coors Light is releasing a non-alcoholic ice cream. What the fuck is going on the here? Uh, in time for the 2023 NCAA tournament. The limited edition Coors Icicle will be available through Coors Light online store, and you can enter to win a package at CoorsLight.com forward slash Coorsicles. Coorsicles. <laughs> the 100 winners will be announced April 4th after the final whistle of the championship game. What the fuck is the point of having Coors Light ice cream if it's going to be non-alcoholic? I know. You Dude. know what I like doing? I like leaving a Coors Light in the freaking... Uh, I like to get those mountains so blue, so I'll leave them in a fr- in the freezer, <laughs> and I'm already drunk, so I'll forget about it. And then I got my own freaking alcoholic freaking Coorsicle my own. Yeah, I mean, do, does it really freeze? Yeah, oh yeah. Wait, you leave it in the freezer? Yeah. I, I, I used to get obsessed with trying to get the mountains so fucking blue. So blue. All right. Fast stories about fast food. Oh, I've seen this. Is this something you would try? Hell no. U.S. ice cream chain Van Leeuwen Ice Cream uh, always knows how to surprise us with their outlandish ice cream creations. Previously, they've had the Idaho potatoes on a melted shake and fries flavored ice cream and also launched some common seasonings earlier this year, including the peanut butter brownie honeycomb. Not bad. Champagne. All right. And chocolate-covered strawberry. All right, that's all right. All right. Well, to celebrate National Ranch Day, Van Leeuwen Ice Cream has tapped Hidden Valley Ranch for a savory ranch-flavored addition 
of its frozen staple. Although not everyone might want to indulge in a dipping sauce inspired sweets, this collaboration makes room for everyone's... Nah, I'm not into that. Alright, uh... If you want to try the Van Leeuwen uh, Hidden Valley Ranch ice cream, it's at Walmart. Of course it's at Walmart. <laughs> it's the only place that should have it. Those are the only people that celebrate Ranch Day anyway. <laughs> when the fuck is Ranch Day? It doesn't even say. Dude, you, but, dude cut open anyone in, in a Walmart, the freaking bleeding ranch anyway. <laughs> yeah, but uh, it starts from March 20th. And it's retailing at four ninety eight. Wow, not even five dollars. Yeah, four ninety eight U.S. Because you know the people at Walmart. Like, hey, we get ranch ice cream for under five dollars, honey. But look at it, like oh that... god, it really looks like ranch ice cream too. Dude, I think I have to try this. No, dude, it's French ice cream though. No, I don't, dude. I think, oh, dude, I. I... I mean, I want to see you try it because, like, I, I got to know someone that's tried it. But my goodness. Oh. And finally. Fast stories about fast food. KFC has brought back a legend nearly after a decade that it went away. If you go to KFC right now, you could try oh, shit. the KFC Double Down. Oh. Have you ever tried this? I, okay, I remember I tried it when it came out when I was super high, <laughs> and it was pretty life-changing. All right, so what's a double down? It's a sandwich, but it uses two fried chicken fillets as the bun, and in between, there's two slices of cheese, bacon, and a choice of mayo or spice sauce. The double down made its debut in 2010, and has sold more than 10 million sandwiches. Despite that, the chain said that back then the, the sales of the sandwich were immaterial. And, and uh, analysts said the Double Down sales were below expectations. But the Double Down generated more buzz than any test market item in KFC history. Yeah, dude. Oh, I mean, my God. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's their freaking McRib, I guess. No, look at that thing, though. It looks... I, that's like a heart attack yeah. waiting to happen. Now, would you try this? Yes. Oh, yeah. I'll try this. I'll try a double down all day. All right. I think once we hit stop, we should go get a double down. Yeah, let's get a freaking double down. Let's dude. get a double down and double down with the double down. Oh, man. Is there like a quadruple down? Yeah, dude. And then it's called man down because we're going to have a fucking heart attack right after. Just dip it into some ranch ice cream. <laughs> Oh, actually, wrench might be good on this. See, yeah, so that now, now we're now we're now we're talking. Yeah, uh, awesome, man. Well, Ralph, um, if people want to check you out and check out your comedy, mm -hmm. where can they find you on social? Find me uh, at uh, Save Ralph Guerra, uh, and that's for uh, my, that's my handle on everything. So, and that's G U E R R A. Yes. All right. Yes. So at Save Ralph Guerra, and where are you performing? Uh, I'm going to be at, uh, Industrious in Hollywood on Friday, and then I'm going to Buffalo, uh, perform at the Helium, uh, which is, that's going to be great, uh, cause, uh, you know, people in Buffalo are, uh, they like to party, so. Yeah, the Bills Mafia looks fun. Dude, I'm going to go through some tables. <laughs> <laughs> is it still like covered in snow, Buffalo? Are you, uh, are you, are you, are you gonna have to look like Ralph from uh, dude, from the the Christmas yeah, Story? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna look like freaking uh, like, uh, what's his name, the guy in Cool Runnings when he gets off the plane oh. in Calgary, and he's just like covered in <laughs> all that shit. That's yeah. really me. <laughs> awesome. Any any other local dates? 
Uh, man, and then after that, I, I'm going to freaking Austin. But uh, if you follow me on, uh, on Instagram, I'll post uh, all the local dates and uh, get you guys free tickets and all that. Yeah, because we got free tickets. No, man, they got to support you, dude. Fucking free tickets. No freebies here. Especially, yeah, maybe if you're in if Bristol, Pennsylvania, I'll give you free tickets. <laughs> I feel so bad because you're so ugly. <laughs> All right, Ralph. Well, thanks so much for joining me today, man. Thanks uh, for having you, me. Hope you had fun. And as we end every show, as I end every episode, goodbye, Jenkses. See you next week. Squish. Say squish, Ralph. Squish. <laughs>